Hey there, I'm Lisa Kapala, welcoming you to Bridging the Digital Divide. I'm so glad you could be with us here today, and I have my co-host and trusted friend, Brad McKenna from the library. Say hello to the folks, Brad. Hi, folks. So, today's program, pretty exciting. Memes and GIFs, or GIFs. <laughs> I don't know, it depends, I guess, on who you ask. But uh, GIFs, I think, have taken off more than memes. Or do you think? So I don't think you can uh, comfortably extricate the two of them because so often you will see a GIF that is a meme. Really? Yeah. Well, let's explain what the difference is. I have you know, some etymology about uh, memes. I guess the word meme is a short for uh, the ancient Greek term mima. So meme, M-I-M-E-M-E, mima is how you pronounce that. And I guess that just means an imitated thing. Yeah. So... Explain a little bit about what memes are. So when you when we decided on this topic, it was like, oh, okay, I know memes and gifs, and then I started trying to come up with a way to explain the thing. Right, because <laughs> and it's, it's so hard. Yes. Um, I did a bunch of different research on it, and and um, so essentially, what I found was that they're essentially a meme is an idea that grows. I think that's the simplest way right. to put it. So it's an idea that has a life of its own, um, and so. You have um, you have the, the most famous one that I think of, and it's kind of unfortunate because it's based on the the movie part of it, but not the book. But the Lord of the Rings, the first movie, okay, uh, there's a part where they decide to go to Mordor, and Boromir it says one does not simply walk into Mordor, and so what the meme became was that uh, that's uh, that screen capture or i guess still of Boromir with one does not simply above him and then below him it it anything else like one does not simply travel without a book or leave a bookstore empty handed stuff like that okay and so it's one thing that expands from its original all purpose. right and i guess the original idea of memes came from 1970 somewhere mm-hmm. 1976 but a little bit more about example of memes given in uh, the book of the guy in 1976 who coined the phrase says that melodies, catchphrases, fashion, technology, proponents, uh, you know, natural selection manager of blah, blah, blah. Tons of stuff. <laughs> so memes, I guess memes, um, you know, they mutate, mm-hmm. but basically it can be anything really. So we're talking about the actual computer meme we're not talking about the idea i guess it would be similar to a brand maybe a jingle something like that that could almost be meme like yeah because you it you hear that sound and it triggers something in your mind so but we're talking about actual memes that live on your computer right Yeah. yeah so how often do you use memes i use gifs more I so think. the the library does it a lot because it's just a good way to connect with people, something fun, something easy, and it's a reference to something else. Um, and so it's just a good way of like engaging, like starting a conversation or something like that. Personally, I really don't use them too much. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just no, not in tune to pop culture. <laughs> aren't memes static? Yes. They are not well, because. So, GIFs tend to be a loop, a loop of yeah. something that plays over and over. I know most of us, if we use Facebook, we've seen them. Yeah. You know, your friend, you you post, how are you feeling today? And your friend puts a gift with maybe a mad face and some caption, and yeah. it just keeps looping and looping. That's what a GIF yeah. is. Yeah. So the, the one of the most popular ones that I've seen anyway on uh, on Facebook and Twitter is the, the facepalm. So it's the picture of Captain Picard 
lowering his head into his hand. And it's used when somebody says something stupid. <laughs> right, right. So I guess it saves space. Um, yeah. They're very creative. You mm-hmm. know, I, I started dabbling in them a little bit because mm-hmm. Facebook added them to the Messenger, which mm-hmm. was really nice. Uh, in 2015, gifts were added to Messenger and Twitter also. And then in 2017, over a million gifts were shared across Twitter. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, so they make it, it's, it's easier now, so there's plenty of generators out there. There's the most popular one is called Jiffy, G-I-P-H-Y. And, and what you can do is, I, ch- I tested it out beforehand, and um, you can upload a series of images, and what it'll do is it'll stay on one image for however many seconds you want, and then flip to the next one. So almost like creating a slideshow, yeah. if you've ever done that before, but right. a, a little bit shorter in time. Mm-hmm. I guess um, GIF was named the 2012 Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year, too. <laughs> so it's really exploded. The actual uh, acronym means Graphical Interchange Format. Yeah. And I guess in 1987, Seven, Steve yep. Wilhite, a mm-hmm. U.S. software writer, was looking for a way to animate images in the smallest file size and so that's when gifts were born yeah so it's it, um now you're used to seeing an image uh display on your browser whether you're using uh edge or internet explorer or chrome or firefox and what this project was originally for was to the first steps to make that possible so before if you were using aol or you could be using internet explorer or, or um Netscape Navigator, which was one of the first ones, they, they didn't understand the same language. And so the GIF was the first cross-platform image format. So that's why it okay. was created. The animation came later. Before, it was always it was a static image, but all, uh, all browsers could understand it. Okay, so when you are on Facebook and you see a pre-created image, I don't know whether it would be a meme or if I get I guess if it's <laughs> static it would and it's pre-created it would be a meme. You see something that somebody else created and it's sort of I put it on my Facebook page cuz I think it's funny. Sometimes they have animated line drawings with cute sayings and you put them right. on there. So that's a meme. Right. That's not moving object just right. a title over an image. Then if you add a gif that's the moving image. So mm-hmm. how do you know when to use which one which is more appropriate? It must right. just be creative license on your end whatever you like. Yeah, I mean so you can also a gif you can also upload like a a a, a, f- a clip from a movie and so it doesn't have to be just images and stuff like that and so or, or TV shows so there's another there's another I don't know if you know Futurama the creators of Simpsons and all that there's there's one episode where Fry the main character uh, I can't even remember what he wants to buy, but there's this animation of him thrusting his fist forward saying, take all my money. And so a, a lot of people use that for like a new technology or a new advance. Like the new iPhone comes out. You'll see somebody will say, the new iPhone, take all my money. Right. And it's both, right? So it's a meme that uses a GIF format. Wow. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> so when you go into your Facebook, uh, you know, you're going to create a post and you look and there's a little camera down there. There's mm-hmm. also a little section that says... GIF right, or yeah. GIF, yeah. you look in there. <laughs> I just found out that you can type into the search bar yeah. right above that, and you can get a tailor-made <laughs> GIF to whatever situation you're right. using. So that's kind of a neat little trick yeah, to use. Happen, you can do it in Twitter as well. So they have the you can insert the GIFs. Uh, you just search for a different emotion or something. Now, that's interesting to me because Twitter has a certain amount of space that you can use for characters. So how does it allow more space for an image? How does it do yeah, that? Yeah, so uh, they've expanded, I think, last year. They expanded from 
to a 140 to 280, so now you have more. Um, they used to only take the first 22 characters of a URL. So if it was a huge, long image, you wouldn't have uh, the location of the image. You wouldn't have to worry about just putting the image because it's you know 380 characters long. Um, I think that's how they do it now. And so because technically what you're seeing is an image, you're just the Twitter API sees just the location of the file. And so it doesn't matter. It's not actually taking up any more than, That's I think, 22 characters. That is yeah. fascinating to me. So is that a newish thing? When yeah. Did, when did Twitter start allowing GIFs or GIFs? Uh, last year, I think. Really? If not, if not late the year before, which was be, what, 2016 now or 2018? Yeah, wow. Right? <laughs> so, so they jumped right on the bandwagon. Okay. And I know a lot of marketing companies use them, too, because GIFs kind of add youthful entertainment. Yeah. And it shows that you're sort of in the know, that you're hip with the times, right. right? So how do you think gifts are used uh, for products to sell products? How do they use them? So it takes up less room and you don't need a media player or something like that. So it's basically the way that they can create their own uh, their own GIF using something called like Jiffy. Um, and it displays right in the browser. So it's just really, really easy. Um, and videos are always more eye-catching. I find them kind of uh, distracting at times, especially right. with, like the short loop ones. If you're right. going down your, your uh, timeline or whatever and you, you stop, it just kind of always catches your eye. So it's kind of... It's kind of distracting, but it's it's a great way to uh, to like, advertise your product. Right. Also, because we as human beings have a short attention yes. span, too. <laughs> um, you know, companies are taking advantage of how short a gift can be and how quickly it will mm -hmm. catch in your brain and stay there. I guess Denny's is one of the first oh, creators cool. that has used gifts to kind of animate their page and get people motivated. So yeah. they're the ones who sort of have started that. They've made some really crazy ones, I guess. So I guess you guys will have to yeah. take a look at that at home <laughs> and see what you think. Now, you can also do gifts on your mobile device. There's something called Giphy Cam, G-I-P-H-Y Cam. It's an app available for iPhone and Android and it'll allow you to record a GIF with your phone's camera. Once it's recorded, you can add effects and filters. Because that's kind of what I've been thinking. When you do search through, once you get a little more creative and you're not so scared right. of it, I say, gee, I, I like what that says, but I wanted to say something different. Right. So I'm actually at the point where I'm starting to think about making some of my own. Sure. Now, I guess this is not really, this is not a way people can make money, right? Because could you? Because uh, I'm thinking about pop-up ads and yeah. how pop-up ads are part of our world now, and yeah. they bombard us with things, right? Yes. So if you were to create really cool gifts or memes, you could sell them to companies and let them. I, yeah, I mean, make, I guess you they could use could. them. It gets murky, right? Because I always wondered, it, uh, like the Boromir uh, meme I mentioned earlier. That's trade copyrighted material i think it falls into the fair use policy so you're taking you're extending it so it comes back to the definition of it um so you kind of owning it but like because it's because it's a gif or a meme like somebody you can put it out there and what's the stop somebody from I like tweaking it a little that. bit yeah i wondered about that because if you're taking pieces of a yeah. movie from youtube or somewhere yeah. else and then you're you're chopping that up and you're adding your own captions how is that not copyright infringement fair use because it's like a parody so any kind of parody you don't have to get permissions it's like where now right he doesn't have to get permissions right. for his song he does as his courtesy but by copyright laws because it's a parody it's kind of taking an idea and growing it which you get me I wonder how long that's going to stay like it's, that. Yeah, copyright is really. I think that we're in. We're due. Yeah, uh, we're due because of all these kind of copyrighted materials and uh, somebody. I I wouldn't, wouldn't about somebody like you mentioned, like creating their own gifs yes. and then like trying to market it. Right. But like. Uh, 
there's nothing stopping somebody from taking it and changing it a little bit and stealing that right. market. Because in the marketing department of a large corporation, I'm sure mm. there are gift geniuses who are sitting yeah. down creating <laughs> these. So I was just wondering if you're really creative and if you wanted to try to say, hey, this would be a good way to market your product. Here's a gift I made. Yeah. It could happen, and I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. But I am very surprised that all of this goes on because I've seen some gifts that are clearly from another country. Yeah, you know, different images from other countries, and you put cute captions to them. Yeah. So I'm wondering how global this will go, and I'm wondering where all the images come from. Yeah. Where do all the images that people use for gifts come from? They have to exist yeah. somewhere first. So sometimes you see on those Facebook posts, you'll see like a little watermark in the corner that says yes. Jiffy or something. So basically, you people create their gifs and store them in these in these websites and that's where they live and that's where the uh, Twitter and Facebook are pulling most of them from Right. And all of us are so exposed to cameras everywhere. Yeah. How do I know that I'm not going to end up being the subject of some <laughs> gif? I really don't know. <laughs> I've seen the ones, you know, different shoppers buying things or funny things about people's outfits and stuff. Yeah. And I think that could be me. Yeah. And then what do I have as recourse? Probably nothing. I think you can do a, a cease and desist order too, right? Like, well, good luck with that. It, if right. it's over, you know, I right. don't know. It's over the internet. It could be anywhere, right? right? Okay. So I guess the, the ways you can post gifts, you can uh, upload them to Facebook, mm -hmm. Twitter, or Pinterest also. Yeah. Uh, you can share them on Twitter and you can share them on Facebook. I guess there's a way people are using GIFs to uh, record recipes and things like that also oh, because it loops. So you can record the information and just have it on a continuous loop so that a person could look at it. I would guess with a recipe, it wouldn't be the how-to as much as it would be maybe the ingredients, ingredients portion. Yeah. But I guess people are creatively using it for that too. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I guess there are also ways to create a gift from YouTube, too. Oh, cool. So, I guess, let's see. What does it say here? It says that all you need to do is paste the URL of the video you'd like to convert to a gift, and you're all set. The app features a range of great editing tools, as well as including the ability to add captions and crop the image. And that one is GIFs.com, G-I-F-S.com. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, you can use that to create them from YouTube. Then we have Giphy Maker or Jiffy Maker, which you talked about, yeah. G-I-P-H-Y, just to make it a little more confusing. They're right. spelling it differently, right. right? And so I guess if you feel like getting a little creative, you can do that. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of meme or GIF generators. Just do a Google search. And most of them, you're probably going to want to sign, uh, create an account, because I noticed that if you create something and you're not logged into those sites, you can't remove it. You can't request it to be removed or something like that. So just be careful because if you're cre uh, creating a GIF based on pictures of yourself, you want to make sure that you have control over that image. And so you need to assign it to your logon. So if they are, if you find something you want to use, look for a logon and, and create an account just so you have control. Interesting. And I have some uh, five must-visit websites to find the perfect pre-made GIFs or GIFs. <laughs> so something called uh, the Buffer Mood Board. That's the GIF mood board. You can go there and take a look at that kind of stuff. Giphy, which we've already talked about. Uh, the Google image search is also oh. a good one, too. You can take right. the images and then you can you know, recreate whatever you'd like. So that's pretty good. Tumblr, which is spelled T-M-B-L-R. That's another that's a place you can look. Yeah, yeah um, and that's pretty cool. And so I think that, you know, those are some good jumping off yeah. points. I also um, read something saying that uh, the view of gifts is changing, that they are being considered more professional now. Initially, they were considered more kind of silly. Yeah. But actually, as we said, corporations mm -hmm. and people are using them more. So we're probably going to see more of this 
in the future. Yeah, I know? think that anything that starts with technology, you know, it starts out with just people hobbyists, and then it becomes it gains traction, and as soon as it gains enough popularity, companies going to try to use it because that's what people want to see. Right. You can use them to thank people, too. I guess people are recording, um, you know, little uh, thank yous to people, and then they're adding little captions over that, too. They use them to tell a story also. Um, The New York Times announced a new homepage that uh, has a gift that displays how the news site has evolved over time. That's Hmm. on there, too. So it's really out there. And if you really want to, you know, be in the know and bridge that digital divide, (laughs) you got to get out there and do it. I mean, I know a lot of the youth of today (laughs) are using them because they're used to it. But for those of us who maybe are not quite that youthful, uh, (laughs) you know, why not jump in? It's certainly you can't break anything by doing it. It's not like some of the other things we've talked about in our earlier shows where, you know, you might cause a problem if you logged in. This is not that kind of thing. I was worried at first that if I did use a lot of gifts from pre-made places that they could contain viruses and things like that. Have we heard anything about that? I haven't heard specifically, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's why you have a lot of... uh a lot of like email providers, right? They block all images because it's known that people do put malicious code behind the behind the image. Right. So that'll be the next thing that we'll be doing a show on right. how you know your <laughs> meme or GIF crashed your system. But yeah, I think I think we will see. And usually Brad and I are right on the money because when we start talking about stuff off the air, we usually find out that a few months later it comes down the yeah. road, like Bitcoin and dark web and all of that, right. which we did a few months ago. So I won't be surprised if copyright infringement yeah. is going to come up with some of these gifts. Especially Especially if somebody makes one that goes viral and it's attacking somebody in power. Right. I think you'll see some issues there. And then the next thing would be, will hackers attach viruses to these? And, you know, how can you be sure that the gift that you're using is safe? Yeah. You don't really know. Most of the platforms, because you don't kind of just like email them to people. You put them on Facebook or Twitter or something. They have security protocols in place that most likely will scan it for any kind of malicious code. Right. But that's just code that it knows. But And and as you have taught me, though, if they want to find a way, (laughs) they will find a way. And so I don't want to put that out into the universe for them, the them to find, but it could happen. So, you know, just use your common sense. And for right now, as far as Brad and I know, it's safe. So Mm -hmm. we say go ahead and try it. You know, I mean, can't hurt. It certainly is fun. I enjoy them. It is. It's clever. It's a, it's a good way to just kind of something quick and something. Yeah. Something and I often, I have a couple of friends who um, are very creative with theirs, and I always wonder where they're finding theirs. And sometimes it feels like a little contest between <laughs> myself and them to get something more funny. Sure. You know, so it can be fun. Why not? Why not try something fun? It's It can't hurt you, and it's not going to crash your system, so you might as well. Absolutely. And now it's time for your technology tidbit, food for thought. So we've been talking about a lot about creating. So what I wanted to say today is uh, the food for thought is really a phrase for thought today, and that's Web 2.0. That's the term that defines the era of user-generated content on the Internet. Memes and GIFs and blogs and social media are only possible when the process for adding content to the Web became more simple. You don't have to, you don't have to know code. You can just upload something. Which is so nice mm-hmm. because I don't know code. And yes. neither, well, you probably I know do, some. Brad. You know, know enough, some. To, <laughs> enough to make you dangerous. But it's nice that they yeah. finally added added something yeah. that's easy to yeah. use. Like I was so happy when I first started learning about these and I actually had to ask friends of mine, how are you doing this? Yeah. You know, privately in a private right. message. How, how are you doing this? And they would, you know, LOL me and say, <laughs> well, it's just the little thing that says GIF yeah. and you just, yeah. you know, wow, I, yeah. I expected it would have to be this long process. So, mm-hmm. so really a lot of the things we've talked about are really heavy and technical, but this is kind of a fun little yeah. thing that you can just try to enhance some of your posting. And um, I do think initially you will go crazy 
crazy with it because yeah. that's what I did. Um, every other post was a, a gif <laughs> yes. once I learned how to do it. Yeah. So, you know, use them sparingly. Right. Tone it down. Uh, yeah, don't go crazy. But, you know, it's definitely a good thing. And we do want to remind you that Brad has a companion page which will tell you more about memes, gifs, where you can find them, how to create them. So tell the folks about that, Brad. Yeah, so if you go to the Wilmington Library website, which is wilmlibrary.org slash bdd, there I don't have it up yet, but I will. It will be links to some of those Google searches for generators, some like history of the memes and GIFs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it'll also have a spot on the bottom. You could always comment and leave a, a suggestion for a future show right there. Awesome. All right. So this ends our GIF and meme. I wish I had a gift to post for know, you guys right? for this. Maybe we'll have to create one. Yes. Our next show, we're going to talk about Twitter and social media. And although, you know, a lot of those things are visual, we hope to be able to give you some, uh, you know, tidbits and information to help you kind of navigate Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I've never actually set up a Twitter account. So oh, you're the one. I guess I, I know. I must be <laughs> the only one left. So we'll be talking about that next time. Thank you so much, Brad, for being with us. You're Appreciate welcome. the library loaning you out. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you. Well, we'll actually, you'll hear us again, I should say, on Bridging the Digital Bye. Thanks so much.